God damn. I say, God damn. <laughs> Who starts their podcast off yelling, God damn? <laughs> Fucking idiot. Hey, everybody. It's me, your boy, uh, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got uh, Wean Dog over there. Say your dog's getting a drink of water. She'll be back soon enough. Uh, it's the Elemental Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you're new to the podcast, uh, it's me, Steve Callister. I used to tell jokes for a living. I used to do social work for a living. Now I don't know what the fuck I'm doing for a living. I'm slanging dip and dot ice cream, but uh, that might be over soon. I've said that numerous times, though, over the last uh, year or two, where I'm like, ah, well... Uh, I'm done. I'm done doing dots. And then I go do something else. And then I end up back at dots. Because everything else has been shit. Well, like slang and dots is good. But uh, you guys you guys know what I'm talking about. But anyway, I figure there might be some new people listening to the podcast. To the podcast. Because uh, this past Friday, I do a Patreon podcast. And uh, on the Patreon podcast, I had a nice little rant. Every once in a while, I have a stroke, everybody, and I lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> and I go on a little tirade. And I never necessarily plan these tirades. I just, uh, I work myself up. I get heated. I get a little mad. I'm a little irked, a little pissed. And I got a little pissed about um, people not getting vaccinated, people not wearing masks, people not doing pretty minimal things to kind of help control this pandemic, right? And I went off. I went off. I lost my mind. I, apparently, it was like a 90-second uh, rant where, essentially, I was just saying fuck. <laughs> I just said fuck and different kind of ways for 90 seconds but uh my buddy mr mr mike pellerito a listener of the podcast said hey man can i send your rant to eric zane because eric zane uh, for those who don't know has a much more popular podcast than mine i have six listeners and he's probably got like that 15 so way more listeners on his podcast. And uh, Eric likes it when I lose my fucking mind. He likes it when I go crazy. He likes it when I swear a whole lot. So I was like, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Send it to Eric. He'll get a kick out of it. And uh, and he did. He did. Mike, Mike did send it to Eric. And Eric heard it. And he liked it. And apparently today, today... He played it on his own podcast. <laughs> now, I don't, I don't necessarily mind that he did. Uh, yeah, he can, he can do whatever the hell he wants, I suppose. My, my only issue, my only issue, is uh, sometimes I do things on the Patreon. I say things on the Patreon 
Not necessarily because it's hidden behind a paywall. I mean, that's always nice. But because this is for the Patreon subscribers. This is for people who pay me money and uh, occasionally might hear me lose my fucking mind. <laughs> no, I got... I'm not going to brag or nothing, but uh, I got like three people who messaged me and said uh, that they they agreed with everything I ranted about. <laughs> three. Three, everybody. Three. That's pretty good numbers for me. That's like half half of my listening population right there. Three. <laughs> uh, so... I encourage you to go subscribe to my Patreon if you want to hear me have a stroke. <laughs> It'll happen again. Or you can go listen to the Eric's Angel podcast this morning. He played it this morning. And I had a I had several people uh, message me who listened to it on his podcast this morning. So hopefully that maybe will encourage people to uh, to subscribe to the Patreon. Or maybe just listen to the dumb freebies, or I don't know. However, I have a feeling that whoever is listening to Eric Zancho's podcast is already aware of my dumb podcast, and they've already made up their mind whether or not they're going to listen to this dumb podcast and or even pay and or give me $5 a month. Five measly dollars. That's one less ice mocha mocha in your life. But if you're new, if you did hear the Eric Zane Show podcast this morning and you heard my rant and you're like, oh, fuck, I got to go check out this goddamn loser. See what he has to say. I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I have zero uh, idea how to get new listeners other than basically relying upon these the people who do listen going hey if, if you like dumb shit my fellow co-worker my friend my mother who likes obscenities <laughs> listen to this asshole rant about shit and uh, there you go there you go i'm too i'm too old and too stupid to uh kind of think of things so but today was a long day at work. It was a 13-hour day. I was at work at 5 in the morning. I got back at 6 in the evening. Uh, or le uh, Technically, I guess I left the warehouse. And uh, I had to drive all the way up to the Upper Peninsula. The UP. And I, uh, I hate it. <laughs> so many people in Michigan love the UP. God's country. And I hate it. I'm not a fan. I, first and foremost, is just going across that bridge, the Mackinac Bridge. It is a long bridge. It's a scary-ass bridge. It, there's no fun to it. The older I get, the more I hate it. But it's the only way into the UP. There's only the one bridge. So, Unless I drive all the way through the state of Wisconsin. <laughs> you can come around that way. But that seems a little time inefficient, so uh, so I don't do that. And then uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a different world up there. It was snowing up there today. Not like it doesn't snow in the Lower Peninsula, but it was you know 
several inches of snow up there. It's just a, di a different breed of character. There's uh, less teeth than brain cells, if that tells you anything. <laughs> and it's not because there's an abundance of brain cells. <laughs> it's just different. I, I just assume if you choose to live in the UP, it's because you're a, a child molester of some kind. You're hiding from the authorities. That's, that's just me. It is, it is not, not for me at all. But they like dots up there, so every once in a while you gotta go up there. And so we went up there. Me, I took the dogs with me. I knew today was gonna be a long day, so I'm like, dogs, you're coming with me. Sadie Dog loves it. Wean Dog tolerates it. But it was it was a good day. Didn't didn't sell a whole lot. Sold some. I sold more than I thought I would. Still not a lot. But uh, it was it was okay. We got we got through it. We got we got through it. So on my way back, I had a, I had a, uh, I had an interview for a job today. How about that, everybody? An interview for a job, a little phone interview, and and, and the lady called, and I, I spoke with her, and things went well, and she was like, "Well, name a name a number," for like you know an hourly wage, and I threw a number at her, and uh, shockingly they didn't. It didn't match with what they were going to pay. <laughs> Ugh. And it's not like I'm asking 80 bucks an hour, but Jesus. So it went well, though. It, all these phone interviews, they, they, they go well. I don't really know if the person's listening to me. I think these people are uh, they're recruiters. Maybe they technically work for the company that they're looking to hire people for. I always have a hard time with that. I'm not sure if they're listening to what I'm saying. They just go, can you do this? Yes. All right. Okay. All right. How about that? Can you do that? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I can probably do that. Oh, okay. Very good. All right. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. So she said we would like to set up an in-person interview with you. And I said, well, how about tomorrow? Because tomorrow, I already have two interviews tomorrow. So I'm like, well, let's let's make this a day of job interviews. Let's make let's make it a whole afternoon. Because I figure if I gotta take a day off, let's crank it all out one day. So I have three interviews. I have a Zoom interview at 10, an in-person at one, and another in-person at three. Three o'clock one, I can tell you right away, even if they were to offer me the job, I, I'm, I'm going to say no. <laughs> uh, the reason I'm going to say no is because the job starts at, uh, I think it's three in the morning. It starts at three in the morning. And I... Uh, that's essentially, to me, that's essentially a third shift job. It's not a first shift job. I would say a first shift job is like a 9 to 5, 8 to 4, maybe even a 7 to 3. If you're doing anything earlier, I, I don't know if I can really call it a first shift job. Like Because you, you got to, in my brain at least, 
you got to start going to bed earlier. You're like a fucking elementary school kid. I'm like, ah, I got to get up early. This sucks, Mom. Can I, can't I stay up till 9 o'clock and watch Happy Days? <laughs> can I watch the Fods and Laverne and Shirley? <laughs> no. Get your ass to bed. You're crabby in the morning. I don't want to deal with your crab ass. Ah, Mom. It's the one where Fonzie jumps the pool with the shark. <laughs> ah. I just don't think I can do it. They'd have to offer me like six figures. <laughs> What's your salary demand? $100,000. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, shit, really? I, I undersold myself. So I don't see that happening. And then the other job... Fuck, the other job I know is uh, something I can do. I've already done it for like a different company. It's uh, se selling a different kind of product. You know, just merchandising bullshit. <sighs> nothing, nothing that I've applied for makes me go, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And I don't even know if there's anything out there that I would go fuck yeah for that I'd be like, oh my God, this would be fantastic. You know, I talked about there was um, a, a spot open. They're looking to fill a co-host position for a radio show in town. And um, while that, you know, that was something that I have been interested in and I would still continue to be interested in if, if the uh, situation was correct. And the situation that's currently presenting itself is not fucking correct at all. And I have been encouraged to apply for it, but I'm like, I would, I would fucking just assume shoot myself in the head. I could could not fucking do that job. It is uh, the morning show that I would want to be a part of would be more clearly would be more, more talk oriented. It would allowing me. And the people on the show to showcase their talents and abilities. But if you're on a show where a good majority of the show is uh, spinning records, and that tells you how old I am, that I'm assuming they're spinning records in a radio station, uh, I, I don't want any part of it. It just wouldn't. It wouldn't be for me, right? I mean, the majority of a morning show that's playing music is probably. 60 to 70 percent music and uh why why the fuck do i need to be there i don't i don't need to be there so i do, i wouldn't want to be there and i won't be there and i'm not applying for the job also i know i am not the right candidate i already know who they're going to hire i don't know the the person exactly but i know uh the demographic of the person they're going to hire and uh, that person is not a middle-aged white guy. <laughs> so, you move forward, everybody. You don't look back. You can never look back. Who's that, the Eagles? Don't look back. You can never look back. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, so, I got home. And uh, I was a little mad because the mail hadn't showed up. It's 6 o'clock. And usually by 6 o'clock, the fucking mail is, is here already. And I'm like, what the fuck?
Where the fuck is the goddamn mail? Just wasn't there. So I turn on the porch light. And I said, uh, all right, mailman, where the fuck is you? And he showed up about a half hour later. And I got a whole shit ton of Christmas cards, which was super nice. If any of you out there would like a Christmas card from me, get me your address and I will send you one. Uh, you may not get it by Christmas at this stage of the game. But uh, trust me, I have plenty. <laughs> I got plenty of Christmas cards and you should know they're goofy. Uh, but there you go. I, uh, I received a package, a little, uh, mailer, bub bubble mailer, and, um, it didn't have anyone's address on it, and it just said, uh, Stu McAllister, greatest of all time, <laughs> and it came from Kentucky. Now, I'm not sure... I have some suspicions on who this is, but I don't really know. And I opened it up, and at first I thought maybe it was a shirt, because it's fabric, and it was white. You know, and a lot of, a lot of shirts are white. You know, you get that nice, fucking uh, beefy tee. <laughs> get that good old 100% scratchy cotton beefy tee. But it wasn't. It wasn't a t-shirt. And so I pull it out. And I'm unfolding this thing. And it turns out that it's a pillowcase. And I'm like, who the hell? Who the hell is sending me a pillowcase? And then I'm thinking, oh my god. It's a pillowcase from Kentucky. Is this a fucking clan hood? <laughs> it was not. It was not a clan hood, everybody. Thank God for that. Instead, like I said, it's just a pillowcase, but it's got something written on it. And very, uh, very colorful letters. And it has something written on it that I've said many times on this podcast about what I'm trying to do for myself. About how I'm a cunt. And I'm just trying to be less of a cunt. And that's what it says on the pillowcase. It says, be less of a cunt. <laughs> now, I don't know out there. Again, I'm not sure which of you listeners, because clearly it's a listener of the podcast. Who else is going to randomly send me a pillowcase that says, be less of a cunt? But uh, I truly appreciate it. It made me laugh when I unfolded it. And I was like, yup, I have to remember to be less of a cunt, to be less riled up, uh, to get less heated about shit. But I, I'll say right now, sometimes I think you need to get heated. Sometimes I think you need to get riled up. Sometimes I think that's the thing that motivates people to get shit done. If you're in a constant state of fine, shit doesn't get done. You, you're just going through the, the mundane activity of life. You have the doldrums. And you just need to fucking get full of piss and vinegar and you gotta be like, this motherfucker...
And you can, you don't always have to use that in a negative manner. I mean, you can use that in a positive manner. It can get you going to come up with some ideas to do stuff. Always try to be good. Always try to be less of a cunt. <laughs> it's just funny. Just funny, everybody. I'm just trying to get through life like we all are. Hopefully you guys are going to have a good Christmas. Did you guys get your Christmas shopping done? You, you, you getting it taken care of? You being good? Hopefully you're being good. I saw an article here about, oh my God, there is a candy cane shortage. What the fuck? Now, I have a bag of peppermint mints, you know, just the little, like, uh, little round hard candies that you get. I got, I had a huge bag back when I had my colonoscopy. They said one of the things that you could eat before you had the surgery was, like, mints. So I bought, like, this four-pound bag of pepper peppermint candies. And, uh, you know, I just have one or two a day. But now they're saying there's an actual candy cane shortage uh, peppermint. And they're saying you might have to settle for fruit-flavored candy canes. And I'm going to tell you, that's fucking garbage. Who goes out of their way to get a candy cane that's fruit-flavored? Candy cane is meant to be goddamn peppermint. If you don't get peppermint, don't, don't give me anything. Don't give me those weird colored fruit flavored shit canes. I want no part of it. The New York Post reported that a New York candy store has run out of the classic holiday treat and received less inventory than past holidays. We only received half of our candy cane order for the holiday season and sold out almost immediately. We currently have zero in stock. Mitchell Cohen, the owner of Economy Candy on the Lower East Side, told the Post, raw material and ingredient shortages globally have had quite an impact. Peppermint production has declined nearly 25% over the past decade. What? Why? Patrick Penfield, professor of supply chain practice at Syracuse University's Whitman School of Management, told USA Today that peppermint, cream cheese, and international foods are among the food products in short supply. As you walk through a lot of stores, you won't see the quantity and quality of items you're accustomed to seeing. Unfortunately, as we progress through the holiday season, we are seeing more bare shelves and stockouts of popular items. Well, yes. That that just happens a lot. I mean, that happens with Debonauts. There's been... Many flavors of Dippin' Dots over the last two years. We've had for a hot second. It goes away. It comes back. So I get it. It's just to me, like, I don't know. Where does peppermint come from? Is that uh, elf jizz? Do they turn elf jizz into peppermint candy canes? <laughs> Is that how it works? At the dumb light show... Over at the uh, Fifth Third Ballpark, which is now I know Lake Michigan Credit Union Ballpark. That's a dumb name, though. I suppose not any dumber than Fifth Third, but whatever. They got the light show up that uh, I have to pay for, even though I'm an employee. 
Uh, although I can save $2. <laughs> I don't have to pay $25. I can pay $23 to drive through this light show. But you can see a whole lot of it off the highway, which I just find that quite humorous. And they have one thing where they have a, an elephant made of lights, and out of his trunk, he shoots candy canes. Now, I'm not really sure what elephants have to do with Christmas, but whatever. I mean, people talk about what does Die Hard have to do with Christmas, and I will tell you everything. <laughs> but this elephant shoots candy canes out of its trunk, and I'm like, I don't think it works that way. I don't think an elephant's shooting anything out of its goddamn trunk. But I'm not a pachydermist, so what the fuck do I know? I love me a good candy cane, though. I like the little ones that you can, you know, it's like two inches, three inches, and you can kind of shove the whole thing in your mouth. I'll put those things in, uh, I'll get a thing of hot chocolate, and I'll drop it in the hot chocolate and let it melt. It's the best. I've been going to Speedway a lot. And Speedway's got a peppermint mocha concoction that I've really enjoyed. But I found, like, it just kind of makes it itself, the machine does. And I found that the machine at a lot of these places doesn't seemingly mix the peppermint and the cocoa together super well. It's often very, it's too sweet for me. I don't know if it's too much peppermint or what, but... Uh, it's not as good as I would like. It was great the first time I had it, and then I guess I haven't been able to get that fucking high again. I'm, I'm, I'm chasing that dragon of the peppermint mocha. It's Speedway. It's never been quite the same. What's your favorite part of uh, Christmas? Uh, I, I'm sitting here drinking. I'm drinking a glass of eggnog. And I've said on this podcast, and I'll say it to everybody, I love me some eggnog, and I wish eggnog was available every fucking day of the year. I don't know why it's a seasonal thing. It shouldn't be seasonal. It's goddamn fantastic. But what's your favorite part? Is it the candy canes? Is it the eggnog? Is it something completely different? Is it like uh, some Christmas cookies? There's no like Christmas meal, right? Like we got the Thanksgiving meal, the turkey, and all the sides and shit, and Easter, you usually have like the ham that's associated with it. But I don't think there's specifically like a Christmas dinner or food. Hmm. Other than maybe the cookies. Do you guys like uh, pizza? Do you guys like a Christmas pizza? <laughs> what do you put on your pizza for Christmas? What could you order from the pizzeria that would make it a Christmas pizza? Chocolate? That seems more like a Halloween thing. Uh, would you put peppermint candy on it? Instead of pepperonis, you put the peppermint mints on it? I don't know. I'm bringing it up because Papa John's is doing something crazy. And I don't even think it's necessarily crazy. But uh, the Papa John's pizza franchise, what they're doing starting December 27th, the chain is rolling out its take on a New York-style pizza features eight oversized foldable slices with just the right balance of crust and toppings. Now, New York style pizza is fine. Of all like city pizzas, 
you got Chicago style, Detroit style. Chicago deep dish is garbage. I found Detroit style pizza to be too greasy. That's just my take. I'll tell you everybody, and I, I know I'm fucking biased. I'm a goddamn homer. Buffalo pizza is the best pizza. So I'll tell you, if you ever make it to Buffalo, go to a pizzeria in Buffalo, not a chain. Because a chain, you go to Domino's in Buffalo, it's no different than a Domino's in Detroit or San Antonio or whatever. But go to like a regular mom and pop shop and get yourself a Buffalo style pizza, I'm telling you. It's the, the crust. The crust in Buffalo is the best. Although I've said it before, the sauce is the most important part of the pizza. But they're looking to have this thing. Gonna, a New York style large pizza is going to be $13 for one topping and it will be available until March 13th. Beyond adding new menu items, the company has been changing up its look. Last month, Papa John's ditched its apostrophe and revealed a new logo as part of a broader changes to shift it away. Any references to its controversial founder and former CEO, John Shatner. Shatner's had a lot of problems over the years, racial issues and other horse shit. So I get it. Get away from that motherfucker. But the New York style pizza is okay. I, I dig the whole foldable shit. It's weird. I want. It makes me wonder though, like who decided like that's how we should do this shit. We need to make something that we can just fold and people can eat it on the go. We're a busy town, New York City. We ain't got time to fucking sit down and enjoy a slice. We need to fold it up like a goddamn fucking, uh... What, are, what was that kid toy? Uh, Jake, Jacob's Ladder. We gotta fold it up like a Jacob's Ladder and shove the whole fucking thing in our mouths as we're going down in the dirty, dingy subway and we don't let that goddamn pizza rat steal the pizza from us. Because it's already in our fucking gullet. <laughs> it's okay. I remember the last time I was in New York City was a long time ago. Like six, seven years ago. I was uh, ordering stuff. And I'm just like looking at the menu to determine what I wanted. You know, like a lot of these pizzerias sell shit by the slice. And so I'm just looking up there. And the guy got all fucking mad at me. And he was like, he literally was like, what are you looking at? I'm like, your, your menu, you dick. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I want to eat, man. I don't know. Just give me a cheese slice, you bitch, if you're going to be like that. Whatever. Big cities are too much for me. As much as I'm not a fan of the UP, I'm not a fan of big cities neither. I'm, I, like, I like the size of Grand Rapids. I like the size of Buffalo. It's like... Big enough you can get whatever the hell you want, but it's not overwhelming at the same time, too. It's not going to fucking crush you socially, morally, ethically. You, you don't necessarily feel like you get, there's the rush of shit. Not a fan. I'm also not a fan of how things get changed in the world like there's all you know something classic and then it no longer becomes seemingly appropriate i guess i guess that's the word 
And so things get changed. And what I'm talking about specifically right now is the Marvel comic book character, the Punisher. All right, I'm assuming you guys all know the Punisher. He's been around forever. He had a Netflix series. Uh, he's always in like Spider-Man comics, uh, Daredevil comics. You know, it was a very good series too, the Punisher. I liked it a whole lot. Uh, but one of his things, his the costume, the character, is uh, he wears all black, and then on his shirt is just like this weird skull-looking thing, right? And it's meant to intimidate. It's meant to scare. It's to, to frighten the bad guys. This guy's coming for you. Now, the Punisher isn't necessarily a good guy. I would not describe him as that. He's clearly a fucking psychopath. But he has aimed all of his anger and hatred and aggression towards organized crime and bad guys and things of that nature. But he'll murder a motherfucker if they get in his way. But because of the logo, they're like, oh my God. Apparently in this day and age of overly sensitive people, they're like, holy shit, we need to change this dude's fucking uh, logo. And uh, they did in the new comics. Um, and it, I'm not going to lie, I saw it. And it, it looks like, um, it, it looks like a, a radioactive kind of, uh, logo design, you know, like nuclear waste shit, you know, that weird fucking design that you'll see on a bag of like, don't touch this shit. It's radioactive. This is waste of some kind. I mean, it's, it's a skull of sorts, but there's like horns and a tusk on this thing. And it's just really fucking goofy looking. And it just makes me go, God damn. Okay, everybody. Um, first and foremost, the Punisher, Frank Castle, is not a real human being. It's kind of like Spider-Man. Not a real fucking human being. I saw it this weekend. I saw Spider-Man, the new movie. Uh, no spoilers for me. I will tell you that I, I enjoyed it tremendously. And it is a movie that I would maybe consider seeing in the theater again. So that, that should tell you something. But I just, it makes me go, fuck, why the fuck? Uh, why did they, ha they didn't have to change it. If any, if anything, um, they should have just left it black. Like he's just wearing a black shirt, not having anything. I would prefer that. Or if he just wrote Punisher. <laughs> on his shirt you know, he's fucking branding himself or if he just had something this space for rent how about that some people are goofing on it though and someone put like the Arby's hat logo on the, the Punisher shirt other people are just doing sillier fucking things it's just it's a shame he's a he's like I said he's a badass he's he's a He's a bad guy who does some good things. Um, or maybe he's a good guy who does bad things, depending upon how you interpret it. But fuck, it's, it's just a skull. <coughs> but I guess people are saying like, well, people have um, 
co-opted the design, co-opted the skull thing. I see it all the time on dumb fucks trucks. People have taken the skull thing and they put it on their truck for whatever reason because they're it's badass, man. Fuck yeah, I got that skull on my truck. And then if you look close, you can see I got the fucking testicles. My truck's got testicles. Because I don't drive no pussy truck. I drive a man's truck. It's got testicles. <coughs> Excuse me. It's a, it's a hard voice to do. That's some damn fine eggnog, everybody. So whatever. I hope they bring it back. They should bring him back. The story I'm hearing is they're going to make a uh, a Daredevil. I think they're making a new Daredevil movie, I think, with the guy who played Daredevil from the Netflix show. I mean, that, you know, they should. It was great. All of those characters from the Netflix shows were great, and I really wish they were still doing them. But uh, they're not. It's all money shit. It's always money shit. Always. Always money shit. It's always money shit. And that's why it's fucking shit. It's always fucking shit. All right, I'm going to end on this because this is shit too. When I saw this, I couldn't, I didn't quite understand what was happening here. Um, There was a couple. They're getting divorced. And uh, for whatever reason, um, they had they got three dogs. They got three bigger dogs, three golden retrievers. And for whatever reason, uh, it seems as though neither the man or the woman's going to keep the dogs. I don't understand this. How how are you not keeping the dog like? When you've had a relationship end and you share a pet, like somebody's clearly like, okay, you take the pet, you take that pet, I'll take this pet or whatever, right? But they were going to give these three golden retrievers to the Great Lakes Golden Retriever Rescue. The three female dogs, Annabelle, Lucy, and Pinky. But uh, somewhere along the line, the husband got the dogs and then he dumped them. He just kicked them out of his car. It says here, somewhere between Potterville, located west of Lansing, and Carson City. Now, Carson City is like pretty north of Lansing, so that's a pretty big fucking distance. He, these three dogs, he just kicked out of his car. Like these are, and one dog... I don't know which dog it is, Annabelle maybe, but one of the dogs is clearly old. The other two look much younger. This dog's, you know, got the white face and everything. And I'm assuming <coughs> that they've had these pets for a long time. Several years would be my guess, if not longer. I don't understand. This dude, this guy who owned them, he needs to have his fucking nuts removed. He needs to fucking have his kneecaps busted. He needs to have the Punisher show up with not the dumb new stupid logo, but with the dumb skull logo on his fucking chest and come and take care of fucking business. 
I don't understand how a dude could do that. Even at, I don't care how pissed off you are at your your ex-wife. What the fuck? What you're not doing a goddamn thing to your ex-wife. You're doing shit to the dogs, you motherfucker. He needs to get this pillowcase that I have that says "Try to be less of a cunt." If he had it, hopefully he'd wake up in the morning, he'd look at it and be like, ah, fuck, I need to try to be less of a cunt. Maybe me dumping three fucking dogs that I've owned for a long time out in the goddamn cold in the middle of fucking nowhere is probably not the right thing to fucking do. Anyone who spots the dogs is asked to contact Great Lakes Golden Retriever Rescue <coughs> and to call 734-620-0933. God, excuse me, everybody. I got another swig of this eggnog. Um, or if you do happen to see that uh, guy, beat the fuck out of him. A little street justice. I'm a big fan of street justice, and maybe that's why I like the Punisher. I've always liked the Punisher. When I was a kid and collected comic books i would go to this comic book store in downtown buffalo on hurdle avenue right god i can't remember the name but it was this big yellow building and there was a guy in there who would um make handmade action figures right so he would take an action figure like uh, it could be a different superhero it could be you know everybody had like a excuse me, like a Superman or a Batman or maybe a Spider-Man, but then he could take it and he would mold it and he could like redesign it and turn it into any superhero he wanted. So I had him make me a Punisher. This was way back in the day before they actually had Punisher action figures. And then he, I made, I had him make me a North Star who was a character from Alpha Flight, if any of you fuckers remember that shit, so... Big fan of uh, big fan of Punisher, and I wish Punisher was around right now to handle this fucking asshole. <laughs> I don't think Punisher necessarily would, unless he just happened to be there. Then he'd take care of business. But whatever. <coughs> Say, dog, what are you doing? Why you keep walking around? Why you keep going upstairs, downstairs, big weirdo? All right, but anyway, I got to get rid of this cough. Jeez, what is happening here? All right, everybody, that is it. I'm done. I'm done for the day. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> uh, if you guys could do me a solid and go like the Facebook page and the Twitter page, that would be great. If you guys would like a Christmas card, let me know. Well, get me your address and I will send you one. Um, and then if you guys can do me a solid and do these three things... <laughs> Go check out another episode. That is Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. They talk about movies that shape their childhood. So these are movies that are 20 years old or older. They're old movies. Movies you've seen or heard of at least. Every Wednesday they drop new episodes, but they're on a Christmas hiatus. So no new movie this week. <coughs> Excuse God bless it. Uh but go. this will give you the opportunity to go check out old episodes. So go follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And listen on your favorite podcast platform. Then we got the Sunday Slaw. Adam and Stephanie House, they eat coleslaw. They do Facebook Lives of themselves eating the coleslaw. They give you the yay or the nay. They talk about other shit. 
It's good stuff. So if you like coleslaw, go like that page, The Sunday Slaw. And then uh, if they get to 300 likes, when they get to 300 likes, they're going to donate some money to a charity. So you guys should do that. If nothing else, go hit the like button. They were pretty close. The last time I looked, they were at 277. So help them out. They're close. And last but not least, go check out Magic JBN. That's John Badass Midgley. He's got a page for his magic stuff. He's a very talented magician, talented social worker, talented artist. He's got, got a lot of stuff on his plate, and he's good at all of it. I'm jealous of that motherfucker. <laughs> but if you can go like his page, <coughs> Magic JBN, that would be awesome. So go check out another episode of podcast, The Sunday Slaw, Magic JVM, and, oh, uh, Matt Harper. He also uh, does some drawing. He's a good artist as well. He's got an Instagram page, an Insta, 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 uh, Matt Harper Art. So if you got something he would like to draw, let him know, and he will draw it for you. So get a hold of him on Instagram at Matt Harper Art. So you guys are great. Thanks for listening to this bullshit. Uh, consider subscribing to the Patreon because I will be back tomorrow for the Patreon. Otherwise, I will see you on Thursday for the freebie. Thanks a lot, guys. I'll talk to you later. Have a good day. Bye.